You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo, day two of our pack special. Day two. Yeah. Hype. Oh boy, we're exhausted. Let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, after uh, it's a good exhausted though. It's a good exhausted. Good we exhausted. did have a very busy day mm-hmm. because compared to yesterday, where I felt like we wandered more than we played. Yeah, taking today, the ground, yeah. see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Today we actually played. And wandered equally. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Trying to find something new, something fresh, something that we haven't done before. Because I have never played any of the games we've played today. No. I think, yeah, everything was a brand new one for me, too. So they were all new. They were uh, all they... I think a lot of them are, are still in development. I think there are some that are out now. I think I've... Yeah. it. You know, out of the ones that I played, I don't think any of them had a solid release date yet. Yeah. They kept saying, like, this year... Summer, something like that. Yeah. So, um, or if they if they did have one, I did not see it, or they did not disclose that info. Mm-hmm. So, and also uh, Katrina's over there, and she's uh, she's setting this one out. I'm guessing because she's she she had a rough day. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, but she's here. She's with us. If you hear her in the background, she might ch- chime in. Yeah. You know, she has a habit of doing that from the background. Which is fine. <laughs> but we love her still. Um, first, I'll, I want to make uh, some corrections yeah, we from out. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I fi- for f- the first one, I feel like maybe I said Heaven's Fault. And I'm never going to remember. I, and, you know, I'm <laughs> surprised I didn't get added at sometime today because I tagged them mm-hmm. and all that. It was Heaven's Vault. Oh, okay. So if I said fault, because I even looked at my notes and for some reason I wrote well, down maybe fault. Maybe it would have sounded like they're not confident enough whether you said a V or an F. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe mm-hmm. I covered it up. You just got to say things really fast. Yeah. So just to clarify, it was Heaven's Vault. vault. I, did, I didn't play it again today. I didn't see it, but... Just for clarity's sake, we yes. did that. Plus, Blood Roots, yes. I think we were talking about, kind of had a Viking-esque mm-hmm. feel to it. Uh, it's actually kind of a Western setting, I yeah, think. Yeah, so be- a little different. Because huh? we, looked, <laughs> we we actually looked at the cards, and you could see soldiers and stuff like that. And it was like, oh, okay, so not not quite. Because the, but the guy, he has this kind of Grizzly Adams, you know, with the skin. Because Katrina described him, you know, with wearing the wolf pelt and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But you could have taken that one or way or the other, I think. But it, it has more of a Western setting. And then for, by the time it comes out, it'll be straight up Victorian era. Yeah. So who, who knows? We it, don't know what's going it's on. It's still a fun game. I'll yes. still, I still want to play it. So I just wanted to clarify that just in case uh, people were we listening. Try to do our due diligence. That's right. Um, I guess I want to touch real quick back on to uh, 
Oh, man. Here we go. Here Come we go. on, Brain. See, I told you we're tired. Uh, Feral Frontier. Yes. You know, from Dirty Beast Games. We talked to them. I went back and talked to them again today. Uh, played it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how everything was going. They've gotten more traffic, which mm-hmm. perfect. Great. Yeah. Uh, I guess they had some feedback from certain players. And they even asked me because I got to play it a second time. And I was just breezing through it, you know, mm-hmm. because I had a familiarity to it. I still feel like... Maybe the buttons for me personally are not where they are. So maybe that's the one thing I could have pointed out to them. But again, they're still early in development. Yeah. So they could add this in later and on. It could which could just is, be we don't do Xbox controllers right. too. So yeah. it's, it's hard to gauge for me when you're. But I guess maybe if there's like a controller button mapper or something like that, mm-hmm. like they do in Mega Man games, because sometimes I want my dash button somewhere and I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. And I'm like, this is not where it belongs. That's just me. Yeah. You know, so if maybe, maybe that's my gripe. Maybe that's the one. Cause they asked me, I said, are you, do you still like it as is? And do you have anything? Mm-hmm. And I was like, not really. <laughs> I need to go back and actually yeah. try to finish it. I feel yeah. like, I don't know why I felt at the time I was rushed to get out of there. I always feel like when there's a line forming for an indie dev, I feel bad and want to get out of the yeah. way. So people can enjoy the game, even well, though I am still that person that is there to enjoy right. the game. And even the, the, the guy, um, I think the one I talked to, see, damn it. Uh, Josh, Josh, that yes. was the guy. He's he's actually the the designer. So the entire look of the game is all him. Um, he was asking me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to do want to play the game again?" And I was like, "I do, but if someone comes up who hasn't played it, let them play it right. because I've played it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to I don't want to take away from a new customer coming in and be like, oh yeah, I want to play that. Mm-hmm. So it opened up at one point. So I I dove back in, played through it from beginning in, and still love it yeah i still love it yeah. you know i can't wait to play more of that now do they have a release date or they don't and and that's you know they they actually were from the way they were talking to me they were approached by a few uh publishers and yes. you know we've talked about this in news where we're you know you get these unfinished games that get out into the world and you had they they told me they had publishers that were coming to them it's like just release it now and they're like no 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 we're not we're not we're not ready yeah. yet. So let us, us fine tune it. Yeah. Man. Because yeah. he was even saying it could be a year or more. And he said, we just want to get it right. And I said, yes, do that. I said, I will be the first to tell you do that. I'm still going to be waiting for your game. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Right. I know it's coming. You tell me it's coming. You just tell me when it's ready and I'll be there. I'll buy it. I'll play it. Mm-hmm. I'll review it. Whatever. You just make it the best you can make it and leave it at that. Right. So I feel like that's something all devs should take note of. Just just make your game good. I feel like it's, well, even with getting to talk to some, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's one of those things, especially when you're brand new in the industry. Um, money has got to be the hardest thing to get together to really make this this vision a reality. Yeah. And having a publisher, from, to my understanding from the devs that I have talked to, when you're really early on, it's almost kind of a necessary, I, I hate to say necessary evil, because I know not all publishers are like that, especially when it comes to independent developers, because I've heard devs sing praises to, to many publishers that mm. they've had. But, you know, they're willing to, to put forth the money. It's almost very enticing because yeah. it's like, I can get this done. They're willing to do it. They'll take a larger cut. Sure. Um, so it's like double-edged sword of, yeah. I can get my baby out there. But, but they rarely it. make a living out of it is sure. what is, is sad about the whole thing until you become, you know, mm-hmm. And we actually dream or that level of 
independent developer, sure. you know. And and while we're kind of on that subject, we actually got to talk to Anake Diaz yeah. this uh, tonight. We we kind of had dinner with him and lovely he was, gentleman. He was talking to us about an issue they had with a publisher that screwed them over in China. And we talked about this. If you go back a few shows, yeah, I can't remember the game, but I remember the story. Right. There was a a game that came out. Something candle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't... Uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. That, that got knocked down yeah, because it, of the Chinese government. Because yeah. it had anti-Chinese... Like, against the president, you know, calling him Winnie the Pooh and, and all this other stuff. And, and it, it's a sensitive soul. Yeah, and so the game got taken down. And, you know, they apologized. Like, oh, we're sorry. Then the publishers pulled away from him. Like, we had nothing to do with this. Right. You know, and, and so they like, broke ties. Yeah, it's, it's just a strange spot to be in, though, right? Because it's like, it, it almost sounded like... The people creating the game didn't really want to try to budge either. So, yeah. and it's different country, different rules, different mm-hmm. laws, this, that, or the other. So, but then yeah. he he said that their publisher got like made like the I guess the ties for it got uh-huh. them knocked out of being released in China. Oh, is that I mean I, if I, I don't misunderstood know if I understood correctly, that to be the case. I thought it was just an offhanded story about a different game. No, I, I mean I I feel like that's what he was saying. Man, okay. So Inake, hey. Hit us up on Twitter. And, and I apologize, clarify. and Yaki, you were on my right side, which is harder for me to hear, too, and it's but crowded. <laughs> from, from what I gathered, their association with that publisher, they got investigated by the Chinese government, and they in turn, got them investigated, and their game cannot be released in China. Oh. That got more serious than I thought. Yeah. So Hopefully you're allowed. So if if I'm wrong about this, if I'm wrong about this, yeah. please please clarify. But that's that's what I took from it. I was yeah. like, oh wow, my God. wow. See, I guess you, I mean, you can't screw with those laws, man. Yeah, because they're so. just a whole different beast over there. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was one thing I was telling him too. We kind of take for granted here in the states, just like how lenient the laws are with whatever the hell you want to put in your game, sure. man. Like just publish it. Like we just take it for granted because mm-hmm. I can see all these other countries. Like Australia seems to have a big struggle too to have certain things sure. released over there and. You just, we take it for granted how free we are to have all the smut we want or anything else in between, yes, you know? Yes, indeed. So, yeah. But, yeah, back to the to the main point, right. Feral Frontier. Uh, the, the, they're coming out at some point, but we will be there supporting them all So the follow way. their Twitter, guys. Yeah, like, go out there and, and check, check this game out. out. If you get a chance, check it out. Yeah. I hope that... Maybe they can find a way to maybe release a demo on Steam or something like Let that. Let me know, maybe. man. I will totally create content with that. Yeah. She's a streamer, guys. I don't think we've uh, mentioned that. Yeah. So she can... she can. Nobody knows up. this. Yeah, nobody. I keep it under wraps. <laughs> I'm really good at PR. <laughs> but let's let's talk about some of the games because we, yeah. we have quite a few. Now, I would say that maybe not all of them have... We have a lot to talk about, but... We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see where we go with it. Um, the first one that I have, I don't think you got to play, mm. uh, but you, maybe you saw it there. It was called Scale Boy. No. It's S-K-E-L-L Boy. Okay. So you you are a skeleton, mm-hmm. and you're kind of going around. Uh, I, I guess you got brought up back from the grave or something like that, and you're trying, and you see these soldiers. It looks like an old medieval time mm-hmm. type of setting, and the soldier's like, oh, no, you know, the the... Hell spawn have come back and they're trying to kill us or whatever. So you're going around hacking and slashing all these zombies and creatures that are coming up. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you get play through the castle, find your way through. It's kind of like a puzzle game in uh, hack slash puzzle game platforming-esque mm-hmm. type, you know. 
and then you get to abolish and beat it, and that was about the end of the demo. The design of the game reminded me a lot of Paper Mario. Oh. But, you know how Paper Mario is very thin, and mm-hmm. it looks very paper? Right. This has that same design aspect, where even it's like a 3D paper okay. uh, design, but it's, it's very thick. Like, the outlines of the characters are thick. Mm-hmm. So, it... In essence, it had that that feel to it, so I, I kind of like that as far as a uh, design aspect yeah. of it was concerned. I also played this on the Switch. I, I guess I need to clarify okay. that too, but I think it will be also available on Steam, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But it was on the Switch. In fact, I've got a card here, and it may just be a Switch title. Let's just—I played it on the Switch. I everything that I said says Switch, so well, let's just say it's a Switch title. Yeah, we'll leave that it at that. On the cards, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just says Switch. Be, yeah. So okay, it's just a Switch title. Add <laughs> <laughs> as, as us if we're wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, but one of the interesting aspects of it is it was like a body swapping thing that you could do. Like you start off as like a head and a torso, <laughs> and it's just like can't do much without feet. And I was like. That's true. You can't. Roll around. So eventually you're just kind of, you know, scooting about and whatnot. And then you'll find feet mm-hmm. and then you put them on and then you can kind of walk around and then you'll find a weapon, you know, a sword. Uh, and I think it's like a cardboard sword. And then as you beat the enemies, they will drop things sometimes at random. Uh-huh. So like the one of the zombie characters dropped its head. So I was able to replace his head with my or like my head with his up. head. Yeah, yeah, okay. And and that's what I kind of noticed. I didn't notice it at first. I'm not sure if the head of the zombie did anything, but the body swapping element did have like uh, upgrade feature, so to speak. Like I b- defeated a bat later on, and I got bat shoes, and that made me move faster. Mm-hmm. And then I beat a. I know I picked up several weapons, and obviously, you know, there was like a. Uh, I think it was like a club and you could jump up and do like a big smash. So mm-hmm. that would kind of take out more enemies at a time. There was a sword that would just had higher hit points and attack. Mm-hmm. Then there was a knight that I defeated and I don't think I, I got it from him, but the, it was the same kind of helmet that he was wearing. Yeah. I swapped heads with him and then my hearts went from like three to eight. Oh, okay. So it really yeah. boosted my, my health. So that was one of the, aspects of the game that you'd want to do is swap these parts out and see what works best for you to kind of boost you up okay so uh i really armor drops sure yeah i really enjoyed the design uh it's something i could probably see myself getting into for a while you know if i if i could get it on my platform of course i could just go ahead and get a switch but eh, you know yeah but i did like it it was it was interesting and uh you know i even talked to the devs and you know invited them on the show and whether or not they uh, except at some point, we'll see. Yeah. But they have a good game. And uh, if you've got a Switch, go check it out. Perfect. So, uh, did you have anything that you got to play uh, that I didn't? Uh, yeah, I think the after party yeah. never went into that one. I just got to bring up my notes here because, you know, uh, try to be like I'm professional <laughs> or something here. Right. Uh, but uh, the game was After Party. Um, Night School Studio was mm-hmm. the developing team. So, uh I think the graphics was what really just kind of yeah. drew me in because it just looked like this really fun. It, you could tell from a distance. And I'm like, this is probably just going to be one of those cutesy, like narrative kind of things. And it totally is. Mm. It's totally very narrative driven, uh, but it has a few neat little twists to it. So it's, you're starting off as two best friends, Milo and Lola and they're college students. Right. And I'm not sure I really got the backstory on how they died, mm-hmm. but they die and they go to hell. But you see hell 
has a time frame that they work in, right? So you get okay. tortured between the hours of like 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. But then, you know, after 6 p.m., your torturing stops because it's time to clock out and go home, sure. right? So they end up coming in here after 6 o'clock. So, you know, we're not really sure what to do with them yet because you're like, <laughs> well, I mean, your torture can't really start till tomorrow. So uh, you have the, the I think her name is Sam, the character, the demons, you know, mm-hmm. meets them, you know, at the front. Like, yeah, just come with me. We'll go look at, you know, talk to this guy and uh, kind of give you the ropes, show you around hell, you know, <laughs> and they have a nice little fun aesthetic to what it is. It's it's kind of like an animated meets Pixar-ish kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but it was interesting the way that the camera angle comes in at it where ever the people that would be closest to the camera mm-hmm. would have that fade look to it. I saw so, that, yeah. Um, I, I thought that was a really cool, nice little touch. Um, so as you're going in, basically they're like, well, let's just go hang out at the bar mm-hmm. until we find out what to do with you guys. Right. So they go into hell's bar, which is where I guess, you know, one of the after parties goes and, uh, it's very adult themed humor. There is expletives getting thrown around and, you know, oh, I guess he's just off playing with his dick, you know, talking <laughs> you know about each other kind of thing. And so you go to the bar and. She uh, wants to take you upstairs. She's like, well, we'll talk to you. And I'm not going to remember this character's name that we were supposed to talk to. But, you know, um, as soon as you get there, there's the demon guy who's, I guess, the the enforcer at the door. But mm. your name's not on the list for this party upstairs. So now you got to figure out what it is that you're supposed to do to be able to get your name on the list. So one of the other guys comes down from stairs, got his party hat on. Well, he's clearly the guy running this party, right? And he's having a cocktail and walking by. So you two concoct a plan to try to get your name on this list. Mm-hmm. And you go follow him over there um and one of the things that you have to do is play beer pong well blood pong sorry Uh, it was blood pong um (laughs) and i can't remember who they said that the blood was from but it was like a certain specific like type of picky people that just you know they're like people you don't like anyway so Mm. we're just gonna drink their blood it may not taste great but you'll get drunk you know um, so you, you play your beer pong and it's just as simple as using the joystick to pull back and try to line the arch up mm-hmm. and get it in the cup. And then obviously as rules go, you get it in the cup. The person whose cup the ball went into has to drink what's in said cup. And so I did win. Okay. <laughs> I was surprised. Um, but I mean, he still made a couple of them. And as you're drinking, your character is getting drunk. So they have like the faded effect on the side. And as you're going to go throw your, cause you get like three balls mm. or well, there's three cups, however many throws it takes for either side to win first. And uh, now your lines are kind of fading in and out. So mm. the aiming's getting a little bit more difficult. So, but what I found funny about this was like, even at the bar, you can order different cocktails. There was four different cocktails. Nice. Bloodstool was like the name of one, you know, like it just they had all these fun, like little names to it. And the one was called Famous Last Words, but they all have a different effect on your character. Okay. So, how you're drunk, all of a sudden you'll see different dialogue options if you're going into it. Like, there's one that's like a bright color that's different than the other two. So, I got to thinking before I go into any more dialogue options, I'm always just going to go grab me a cocktail first okay, and see what happens. And so I decided to just fully lean into whatever my cocktail was telling me to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And so with her, when she was playing it, all of a sudden now she's just brazen and confident because trash talk was part of this game, by the way, <laughs> they tell you we were all about the gentle trash talk, you know? And so if I hadn't been drinking that cocktail, her, her, her trash talk would be something along the lines of like, yeah, well, you're dumb too, you know, <laughs> or it could be like just really ripping into the guy, you know? 
And so the I drank the famous last words, which I'm getting to think that it was like more of a confident, cocky kind of appeal to it. Like the dialogue would turn blue. Mm-hmm. And so um, I always just went with the special option. So I just always leaned into, I guess, maybe the worst inhibitions that you have with the the drinking with it but I found that to be more fun and so eventually you know you're in his good graces you have a drink with him at the bar and he decides to put your name on the list and you go upstairs and um there's not a whole lot to do upstairs that was in this particular demo or at least if if there was I turned the direction that furthered the plot in Mm. which case I couldn't go back um and then as you go outside you meet Sam the character again and so now you're trying to be like well we'd really kind of not want to be in hell so like what can we do about this you know we were just college students man we were just about to you know be our lives and and uh, she's trying to, well, you know, hell's actually not too bad. I mean, look around, you know, like we got all these parties. We've got this nice li- nightlife and all this stuff going on. And so my cocktail version was like, actually, that doesn't sound so bad. So I leaned into it just to see what would happen. But no, they they, they still want to be like, well, let's, let's see how we get out of hell first before. Mm-hmm. And so what they tell you is that you just have to basically out party Satan. Okay. She points across the bridge and shows you where his house is. He throws these mad ravers every single night, man. Every single night. And if you can out drink and out party Satan, he'll open that door and let you go until you do the next dumb thing, of course, to get yourself killed. You know? Um, and that's where the demo ends. So I didn't actually get to go in and try to party with Satan, and I don't know how much would happen, mm. but this was cute. Yeah. This was a fun game. I would totally play it again. Um, so again, the release date was tentatively this year, you know, uh, from what I could tell. Um, and I was trying to eavesdrop on the conversation he was having with somebody else about some of the released options. It seems like it's going to be on PC and all platforms. Okay. Epic store though. And not steam. Oh, see, they nabbed another one. I, uh, yeah. Cause I had to clarify that when I, when I heard him say PC and I was like, so just to clarify, you know, so like. Steam, Epic, you know, Windows Store, whatever. And he's like, Epic Store and then PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And I was like, okay, thank you. You know, I just made a note of that. So PC gamers, whatever side of the fence you land on, take with that what you will. I do think that they were on that list. I remember reading recently when they were uh, did their their, uh, GDC. Oh, okay. Presentation. I, it's actually coming back to me. I remember that. I may have listed it on yeah. the show when we talked about that. So, yeah. So, what I mean, however you feel about that aside, if mm. you have a console of any kind, it sounds like you could still get the game. Yeah. I would like to play it more. We'll have to flesh out this whole PC thing because I'm like, I don't really know what side of the fence I still really land on with Epic, and that's, you know? And that's <laughs> so, fair. Yeah. yeah. So, if nothing else, I have a PlayStation. I know I'll still be able to get my hands on it. But Right. Uh, yeah, After Party by Night School Studio. Excellent. I enjoyed it. And I even uh, exhaled my amusement a couple times at the game. So, All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to touch on uh, one game that I got to play. And it, I say very briefly because I wanted to play more of it. But I think the game glitched on me. And I could uh, not okay. progress any further. And again, with demos, it's understandable. So I'm not going to fault the developer or anything mm-hmm. like that. Because Katrina actually got to go a little further. She played it with me. And she found what I was looking for. And I was like, so where was it? And she was like, right there. And I was like, but it's not there. So what it was, it was called Family Man. And the design was very much reminiscent of Minecraft in the boxy character Mm -hmm. design. But what the game was about was completely not what I was expecting. Okay? Because it 
Uh, now, we played it on Xbox for starters, but I, I'm assuming it will be on other platforms mm-hmm. like PC and whatnot. Um, but I just want to kind of clarify that. And I need to do better on getting these dev names and all this other stuff, too. I've got their cards. I see them right here. Right. <laughs> I will let you know. Um, anyway. Well, sometimes you're talking to a dev that's not necessarily the one who's on the card, too. Yeah. You know, because there's like, you know, he did design, he mm. did music, she did, you know. So if I do, if I'll try to do better. I'm really trying here. It was a long day. Anyway, uh, Family Man, you, you start like you're sitting in front of your boss or something like that at your job. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like you're mid-conversation, but you know something bad has just happened and you're getting fired. And you're just going through these options like my hands are tied, I can't do it. You got it. You're you're fired. You got to clean out your desk. You got to go. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, all right. So you go to your desk, you pick up your stuff, you put it in a box, and then you walk out, and then somebody will stop you and be like, ah, oh, dude, I'm sorry. And he's like, this is your fault, <laughs> you son of a bitch. And then just leave, and uh-huh. then somebody else will stop you, and you can either be kind of polite or you can be rude, just however you want to be. And I'm kind of assuming that that kind of plays into it as well, like how you react to things. Mm-hmm. I would hope it does, because they, it's not just, ah, it's okay, or meh. It's you're rude or you're kind of calm about your dialogue choices. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. But anyway, you get on the elevator, you go down, day two, you're at home, and it's just like, go wash some dishes and sweep the floor. And I'm like... Okay, I guess I'll go do that. Is <laughs> Since this a I, David Cage no, no, game no. now? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm no, doing my chores. That's where I got stuck. Rewind. The next day was you run into a guy at a gun range, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm supposed to meet Bill here, or something like that." And he's like, "Oh yeah, he'll be around shortly. Um, if you want to, you can go in there and fire off a few shots if you want." And he's like, "Oh, okay, well, cool." So I walk in there and pick up a gun, and there's the target, and I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> trying to get, because I wanted to get, you know, the bullseye, and I was like, I can hit that bullseye. I shoot the gun, and three bullets scatter. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I was right there on that bullseye. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, eh, all right, fine. I shot a gun. I put it down, and I go out, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, Bill's arrived. So you go into the back, and then you turn, and there's Bill shot because you were the one that shot him. Through the through the bullseye, and I was like, uh, "Okay, this just took a real dark yeah, this, turn." This escalated fast. And then I turned to the guy, and he's like, "So here's what's going to happen: You shot Bill, and uh, your guns or your fingerprints are on the gun. So you're going to do what I tell you, or that body shows up with the gun." And I'm like, oh, "What damn. the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what to do. And, you know, this is just, this is the life you're living now. So get used to it. And I was like, okay. And then it transitions to the the next day where it's like, go wash your dishes. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to go wash dishes and clean my house because I don't know what to do now. <laughs> but then I got stuck because I washed the dishes and then it said clean two spots off the floor. So I grabbed a mop and I cleaned one and then I looked the entire house over and could not find the other. And I was like, I don't know where it is. Oh, and then okay. Katrina was like, it was over here on mine. And I was like, so it wasn't random. I mean, where did you find the other one? She's like right there. And I was like, oh. All right. Well, I guess yeah, it's might glitched. Have been a glitch. Then, yeah. So I was disappointed that I didn't get to go in a little deeper because I was intrigued at that point. I was like, "What is going yeah. on here, man?" Because I did not expect that. I thought, well, with the firing, I was like, "Okay." I didn't expect murder and framing. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that I'm was the last thing. Work here now, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So, if you get the chance to see it, 
if you get the chance to play it before me, I don't think it's out yet, but if it is... And what's let, the name again? Family Man. Family Man. Yeah, look into it and check it out because it's not what you expect. I hated to spoil that for you, but I, I needed you to understand. Yeah. <laughs> that I was just like, what? So if it can escalate that quick at the beginning... I'd love to see where it goes. Right. You know, especially if they're making you do mundane tasks at the beginning. <laughs> so I'm curious. I'm I'd like to see where else it goes. Yeah. Uh, did you have another one that you hadn't played I, or you got to play? I think you and I might have played all the other ones together today. Okay. I played Seed. Yeah. I believe well, that's how we pronounce that. Yeah. Right? We'll talk about that real quick. Uh, uh, seed, it's spelled C-E-D-E. Yeah. It was a unique concept because I never heard of it before because the dev asked me if I had ever heard of combat farming. And I was like, I have not. Mm-hmm. So if any of you are familiar with it, you may know where it's going, but I did not know what it mm-hmm. was. Um, so I said, sure, let, let me try it out. Now, when I first started playing it, I, I wasn't 100% sure. Like he told me, I saw the, the tutorial, but again, this idea is foreign to me. Right. So I had no idea. So I'm sitting there doing stuff and I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing exactly? Because you're this little guy and he's got little two plant of, I think they called them little boys. He Mm -hmm. said that name may change and, you know, before release, but they're kind of helping you out and they'll kind of uh, harvest or kind of grow your plants and stuff like that. And they'll heal you and defend you and stuff like that. They're Mm -hmm. just like your little partners and your little buddies, but there'll be enemies that are coming after you and you got to beat them up. And then if you beat them up, randomly seeds will drop and everything like that you can go pick them up and you take them and i didn't realize what the seeds were for initially mm-hmm. and then uh, I, he was telling me he's like oh you can shoot and i hit a button and it started shooting seeds and i was like oh so this is another attack it's not really i mean it can it can be but yeah. it's it's not initially what you need it for granted you could probably use it as a way of attack slash getting your objective right but what you're trying to do, you have an area that's very dark. Mm-hmm. Just say like it's dead land, so to speak. And you're trying to make it lush and vibrant and populate it into this green grassy area. Mm-hmm. So you collect the seeds, you shoot them onto the ground, and the grass will grow. Your little friends, if a flower uh, or a seed for a flower is, is planted or something like that, I, I'm sure there was another mechanic to that. I'm mm-hmm. slipping my mind. But like I think you it's, could pick it up if you needed yeah. to because like the, they would do something to the plant that the plant would actually start to help fight for you too. Yeah. So I, I started to think that my tr- strategy was to kite mm-hmm. some of the enemies towards that so they could do it because like I found it to actually be quite difficult. Yeah, yeah. More than I was expecting for me observing other people playing it. Exactly. Um, it's yeah, definitely strategy. The only strategy. fight mechanic I could find was just you punch and then you, yeah. there was a dodge like jump out of the way mm-hmm. kind of button. Um, and so I was like, well, maybe my strategy is just to go faster than with trying to make all of the, the, the land green. Right. And the, But if they get past you, those enemies are striving to uproot everything that you just planted. Mm-hmm. So it's also like can't let them go back over there but you can pick up the plant maybe and move it like yeah. you have a pl- plant that's fighting for you and try to put it maybe up the road a little bit and try to spread the seeds some more which led to some hilarious adult jokes at the booth <laughs> i'm just gonna say with you know spreading your seeds and when you ran right. out of them um i'll let you insert your own there <laughs> um but 
Yeah, I, I was finding it quite difficult. And then they did tell me there is another plant that's to help you, the ones that grow apples mm-hmm. for your health. And that apparently if you pick that up and you leave it, it will heal over time. Okay. Um, I just kept getting hit. Yeah. So it didn't, uh, you know, I just uh, didn't really reap the benefit of that one when I got it. I don't right. think I ever got past that first level. I didn't either. And I think they said that was all that was there. Like that would have been the demo. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it. he even told me before I got into it, he said it is a strategy game. Like you have to really try to understand what you're doing, and what when the when I noticed that the flowers were fighting for me, immediately my brain went to plants versus zombies. So I was like, okay, so if this is how this is kind of working, maybe there is some strategy to making sure your flowers are populated. That way, <laughs> yeah. they're kind of fighting for you because your enemies are also not just going to be attacking you; they're going to be attacking the flowers. And if that they take that down, then that kind of re uh, destroys the the land, and you've got to go back and repopulate it. So you really have to kind of think what your strategy is to take down the enemies because they seem nonstop. They do, yeah. And, you know, no matter what you're doing, so you've got to be quick. You've got to understand where your pacing is. you got to keep moving. you got to keep planting seeds mm-hmm. and get it going. So, I mean, it was, a, it was a very clever idea. Yeah. And I'd love to see where, if I could play it more and really lay down a strategy because I'll even say this using plant versus zombies as a... As, I guess a example. Mm-hmm. It was a game that, you know, I guess there's a, a strategy to it that everybody kind of finds, you know, yeah. what kind of works for them. When I first started playing it, it was, you know, it was tough because I was just like, well, certain levels you get so far and then it's fine. Then you get into the later ones. It's like, damn it, what get am I doing wrong? Quick, yeah. But then I started really paying attention to everything on the levels. I was like, this is going to happen here. This is going to happen here. What do I need to do? To, to be prepared for this. Mm-hmm. And for every level, at some point, like when I finally got it, I had a strategy for every level. Mm-hmm. Like I knew where to place every single plant that I needed to take down every single zombie that was going to come down my aisleway and they would be taken down no problem. I went 40 waves with this strategy and it worked. Okay. Okay. That's how good it got. So I feel like that's what this needs. It needs some time to kind of absorb how it's working what's going through it and then just saying okay i just need to focus here 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 and really understand the map and then work at it like a good strategy game you do yeah i did try i think i was like you know i'm just gonna beeline it down this area too and take in a lay of the land and see just how much land i'm supposed to cover Mm -hmm. here um but then i was just not fighting them and then they all just started to kind of overrun um and i have a really bad habit sometimes just not paying attention to my health bar like, I think I'm fine. And then, mm-hmm. what, oh, I died. You know, so that's my own dumb fault for not paying attention to that. But it's an interesting little game. Yeah. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that was another one I got to talk to and uh, offered to have on the show sometimes. Yeah. So maybe we can talk. I know to I it. talked to Edwin, which is the card I got here. And I know mm-hmm. there was another lovely young gentleman uh, well, there that was talking to me as well. And, developer name? Uh, that That's the one that I can remember because there was three of them there. Bare hand. Bare hand. Oh, yes. Bare hand. Okay. So... Check their game out. Uh, it, I don't know if it's on early access on Steam or you can make, wish list. I mean, you can probably look there, at a lot of these on a wish list. Looks like bare hand. You can find them on all platforms. Looks like that way, like Instagram, uh, Twitter. Hmm. Twitter's Facebook. Twitter's the way to go, I'd say. Yeah, bare hand. Why? Yeah. On Twitter. On Twitter. So go check them out if you if this game sounds even remotely interesting to you. And I'd uh, say yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. I'd say it's for the, if the you're combat, looking for something is, unique, yeah, yeah, for a strategy game for sure. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on a game that I got to play real quick. 
that uh, I think I showed you, but you didn't get a chance to play. I, of course, I don't think you wanted to. <laughs> but it was near seed. It was called the Great Gaius. Yeah, I don't know. And they, the game is available now on Steam. Uh, I know that the guys were trying to sell me the game. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not knocking them. I'm not like, knocking them at all. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do, especially if it's out. Uh, Horizons it. End is the developer. Uh, the if you love the old Final Fantasy games like Final Fantasy three and two, and I say three and two on the Super Nintendo in America, okay, which would be four and six respectively in like what where they're properly numbered now. Okay. Um. I grew up on those games. Like, me and my brother, I've got memories and years that we played those games, and every time I knew when we come out, we're excited, you know? And, of course, when we find out all these other games existed in Japan and never came stateside, I was like, well, that's some bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. We want to play these games, too, because we were those rare few that liked those Japanese RPG right. games. It took time. a long time to take a hold over here. Really Even now, it's still... Like, it's got a yeah. decent audience that's building up, but yeah. But not as, I mean, it, it used to be it's worse. It's a much different style, man. Mm-hmm. But it's different culture, you know? It's just what it is what it is. But this one reminded, if I had to lean toward two or three, this one was more to three, I would say. Okay. Or six. Um, but the design, the characters are, they're not pixelated or anything like those, but, I mean, they're very well fleshed out, very beautiful design characters and stuff like that. It's just... Like the layout of the combat system, like when you go into a fight or something like that, you'll look at it and be like, that's so Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I recognize that. But the game itself, the way it was described to me, because I just played for a little while, and I realized that if I sat there any longer, it was going to be a while. And I had to get up because I was just like, I, I said, I got to stop. And they kind of, I, I was hoping they weren't taking offense. Like, I just didn't want to play the game. I said, if I, because the guy asked me, he's like, did you like it? I said, dude, if I sat here any longer, I was, I'm going to be here for an hour or, or mm. more. So I, I've got to get yeah. I got to go. <laughs> Which is why you do time demos. Yeah. And I said, but I do love, I said, I do love your game. I told him what I loved about it mm-hmm. and, and the aspects of everything that they had into it. They even threw in like a little D&D uh, action, okay. which, uh, where I kind of got like the last part I was in, it was like a cave and there are like little mining spots where you can kind of chip off some stuff that I guess you can use for crafting somewhere else in, in the game that I didn't get to. But they it kind of used like a, a roll, like a, mm-hmm. a die from uh, D&D. Mm-hmm. So when you go to do it, it says, hey, you're going to mine this spot. It'll tell you if it's easy, difficult, or moderate and you say yes or no, mm-hmm. it'll do the, the die. And then if it's low, you don't get anything. If it's high, then you get some stuff out of it. And then your skill points increase from what you find. Okay. And even while you're kind of exploring, you'll even find traps that are on the floor. And then be like, hey, do you want to try to disable this? Go for the roll. And then it'll kind of roll and you'll either disable the trap. You'll From every one that I did, I, I felt like I was disabling it, but also got hit with something like whatever, like poison or whatever the trap was springing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was just something I did wrong or if that was just part of the, like you're disabling a trap, it's something's going to happen. Yeah. So I don't know. But that was an interesting aspect of it. Um, and there was another thing he told me to, oh, the the basis of the game is actually based on a real D&D match they had. Oh, yeah? So that's where this kind of came from. I feel like we could get a lot of great games out of that if people really just, like, you know what? Because there's Mm -hmm. some amazing storytellers out there when they get into this stuff. 
So that that aspect alone, I was like, well, that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I feel like there was so much more to it that I didn't get into because he even mentioned one other thing. And when I heard that, I was like, all right, dude, you're you've got he mentioned town building. Okay. So it's it's this RPG like those games, but there's this additional town building. And that reminded me, and I didn't mention this to him there because I didn't get to play it, mm-hmm. but I'm sure, and hopefully they'll be listening to this and they can tell me yay or nay, mm-hmm. ActRaiser, which is a game that was also published by, uh, well, Enix before they became Square Enix. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was a game they had, the very first one was this combat slash town builder Mm -hmm. and i loved it so much because it was so unique because Mm -hmm. one minute you like you have to you you're in this one area and it was like well there are monsters down there we can't do anything here so someone's got to go down there and then your god character or whatever it was Mm -hmm. would send a a soldier down and then you hack and slash through this game like a just combat whatever and then you beat the boss at the end you're done and then that area opens up and now you can build your town Okay. And then it goes into that. And me and my brother would play it separately. So I would take the combat. He would take the town building. So when he needed me to fight, I would go in and fight. And then he'd take it back and he'd build the town. Nice. And so it was a nice little Uh trade-off that we had. And that's that's what made me think of. Now, granted, I don't know if it would be in that same vein, but just blending styles. Mm -hmm. That's what intrigued me the most. I was like, yes. Yes, I want that. So... It's it's on sale right now. I could probably get it for thirty four percent off. You know, if anybody wants to throw me the money, I'll go get you one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go get you a code. But no, I mean it it really did intrigue me. You know, being a fan of those and I'd say the only thing that held me back from buying it at the con is the backlog. <laughs> I know. I have so many games already. I'm like, God, I do want to play your game, dude, but I've just got so many games. There really is. The struggle, right? Yeah. So that's it. I mean, beyond that, the the game is great. So if you are a fan of those games, go check it out. The Great Guys, available now on Steam from Horizon's End. Nice. So... Anything else you got? I, well, I forgot. We found those single ones that was off to the side. Oh, I yes. I played yeah. that one platformer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minoria? I hope Minoria, I'm saying yeah. that right. Um, and Dangan. I don't know if I'm saying the developer name right. Because I had to take a picture of yeah. it. Unfortunately, they didn't have cards or they didn't have cards left by mm-hmm. the time I came over there, whichever one. So uh, that's what I'm hoping. Dangan Entertainment. Um, but yeah, a nice uh, platformer side scroll. Kind of reminded me a little bit of like the art style of like Hollow Knight mm-hmm. and kind of how that would work because there was a magical element to it too. Like your character, I mean, I'm just going to say I thought she was adorable. The yeah. the, the, the colors and mm-hmm. how it was, it, it, that's what drew me over to it. Um, and you have two other skills that you can uh, siphon between one uh, for your healing aspect. And then there was another one that you can use for a magical, like another power attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had a sword and basically slice or parry was your options that we had, or at least in this part of the demo. And of course I'm all just like siphoning through everything, getting the lay of the land. She's like, you may not want to use all those power attacks. Cause there's like eight of the power attacks you could use and five of the heals that you could use. And she's like, and only like five people have beaten the boss. And I'm like, great. Oh. So I've just pissed away about three of my health. Cause just trying to figure out what everything did. Um, and then, you know, learning the parry attack at the right time because certain enemies would throw stuff at you and it does this powerful thing, which I admit I never got the timing of that yet. Um, I think I accidentally hit the button when they were bringing up the tutorial on like mm. what you were supposed to do there and totally missed that line of dialogue. So I tried to figure it out on my own, kept getting hit. Um, 
I was fortunate enough that when I died the one time, nobody was behind me. So I, she's like, it's okay to try it one more time. Um, but there wasn't a whole lot to this particular demo. Um, you do have to, uh, it's kind of like, she described it with like a little Dark Souls theme to it. Mm-hmm. Although I, I don't know unless she was just trying to capture that, like the saving system. Right. Because you can't just be a save scummer in this game. So mm-hmm. you collect ink. And you'll find ink wells along the way. And so the ink wells, if you have the ink, mm-hmm. so kind of like maybe even, you know, Resident Evil or something, if you've got the tape um, for the typewriter, you can save. Right. And that's also where you'll level up, level up your character, too. So mm-hmm. if you have points to spend to put into anything, respectively, once you find this ink well, this will be how you do it. Um, and the, the, the boss itself was kind of crazy. But I think, like, if I would have had, you know, another time to, like, do it, I think I could have gotten it fairly easily. Because, right. I mean, they were doing these big extravagant attacks that it's one of those that once you start to see the pattern and you figure it out. I killed myself. Oh. But it was, you know, because I was trying to figure out. She did this one really big attack that looked like these um, thorns started to come from around and started to do this swirl mm. all the way through. And so I'm thinking I have one like jump dodge attack. I'm like, maybe it's like guacamelee if you time your jump through, because as it was coming towards me, I didn't see any way to like really block this attack. Right. So I'm thinking, I bet it's having to time this dodge roll through the loop mm-hmm. and then I can get to the boss and try to, you know, hit her because trying to get in there to hit her, you had to wait till she was like done with something. And there was like a half second that you could get in there <laughs> and then you better get GTFO, you know, because yeah. she'll start doing her stuff again. Um, I was incorrect, by the way. Um, you do not dodge roll through the big thing. Um, and it took a lot of damage and I used all of my health and I couldn't get through it. Nice. Um, so it was just one of those things that I think if I would have had like a second or third shot at it just to see what the patterns were, I feel like I would have I would have been fine. Nice. But um, um, gorgeous game. Mm-hmm. Like totally recommend it. Unfortunately, I didn't. She gave me a lot of really great information. And so I'm not going to knock her for this, that the fact that a lot of it didn't commit to memory since I did not take notes while I was standing there. Cause it was one of those booths where, well, there was like six or seven games facing out and a mm. plethora of people just crowded around. And so you didn't really know where to step aside to, to take notes or whatever, but um, she was cosplaying the character. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and she was very excited to cosplay that character cause they didn't have heels. <laughs> I understand <laughs> Girl from my heart. I get it. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have caught her name because she really was lovely and she really did a great job of explaining the game. So it's it, I, I take all of the blame on me for not <laughs> having that information about when it's released or it may even be out already um, right. to my knowledge. So I do recommend looking it up, though, like especially if you're into platformers, mm-hmm. that's definitely going to take some skill. Because there's going to be a lot of learning the timing and all that kind of stuff on there. And it looks like the story will be pretty freaking cute, too. I mean, there was only a little bit of story dialogue that I got a chance to come across in the Mm. demo. Um, But it's still your basic styles of, you know, holding down, jumping down to go to the different levels and um, figuring out just the different modes of uh, combat. So I never got a chance to level anything up. So I don't know what like the how the difficulty level is going to increase as it goes along. But Minoria, I'll I'll I want to look that up actually, you know, while you're talking about the next game, I guess I could look to see if it's actually (laughs) out or anything now because I had to take a picture of it. Well, Um, I've got two. Uh, I'll mention the one that I played uh, real quick while you were playing that one. Oh, uh, yeah. It was also from the same uh, developer or publisher, right? 
I think Dengen. that's what it is. Yeah. Dengen Entertainment. Because there was like, I think they were there was all a, the there same. Was a line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was called Helvetti. I think I'm, I got that right. It, it kind of was a, like, I feel like the, the setting was kind of a, I don't want to say samurai, but there was that element to it, you know, like, you know, cause the guy's got a sword and he's got the, he's got the look of a samurai mm-hmm. may, but again, maybe to memory, I'm just forgetting. Cause I only played it for just a few minutes. There's a lot of games, guys, <laughs> really please is. forgive us. At least we're remembering the names for Christ's sake. Um, but it, I don't really want to say hack and slash because I don't really feel like that's the appropriate term, but it's, because hack and slash, you just swing and swing and swing and kill and kill and kill like mm-hmm. that. This seemed more paced, I guess, because you're con- like it wasn't just swing, 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 swing. I feel like if you just pace your swings and pace how you do it, you can. It's like slash, up, over, down, jump, and mm-hmm. just like you can really get into your combos and attacks if you just know what you're doing because once i figured that out i was like oh okay so i'm gonna hit him these guys are flying up here i'm gonna jump slash 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 this guy's down here i'm gonna press down and attack and i'm gonna stab him and i'm just gonna keep going like that and i'm gonna dodge over oh here mm-hmm. it had that feel there's a probably a game out there that nails this to the wall and i just can't remember it but it's that kind of idea but i noticed like in the top right hand corner there seemed to be a map but it was like just a map in the sense of it showed that I'm in this one area. It was just a block. Uh-huh. And then you could go to your left or to your right. And then either the map would continue or it would tell you that's it. You know, so you're going to have to go back and find your way through the area. But each area had enemies and then you would beat them. And however well you do, you get a rank based on how you fought. And I'd say I did pretty well at the beginning and then just slowly tapered down <laughs> because it was like I was getting A's at first. I was like, yeah, I'm badass at this game. And then by the end, it was like C's. I was like, oh, okay, I'm average. So, <laughs> so, I mean, you just kind of progress through. And I think I, I don't remember if I got to a, like a boss boss, but mm-hmm. I did get so deep that the enemies were getting harder and harder where I had to kind of change up my strategy because someone had shields, someone would be doing other things. I was like, all right. I I do remember fighting one boss because it was like a snake or something, Mm -hmm. and I noticed he would kind of strike out, but his head would be on one side and his tail would be on the other. So I was like, I'm going to roll over behind him and I'm going to go whack, 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 and then just kind of keep following him. And I beat him, but then you progress, and then the enemies get harder. So I think you have to figure out your play style as you're doing it. So you really have to kind of manage... Okay, you can't just hack and go at everything. You have to say, all right, how am I going to take care of this one because he has a shield? Or maybe this one's doing something else and I've got to find a way to counter it or get around him. So it seemed kind of strategic in that way. And I I could get into it. Yeah. Yeah, You know, it's something I could definitely play uh, for a while if I had had it next to me. So it's one I'll I'll probably be looking for. Helvetti. Helvetti. And I'm going to talk about this one. Real quick, because you brought it up yesterday, so I wanted to go check it out. It was called Norman's Night in the Cave. Yes, okay. and I think he's going to do so much more justice to the game. I than probably I did. will, and I probably got a card. And for the love of and God, and just to go back, Minoria, Nintendo Switch, and PC, and PC, this year sometime is all it says, 2019. Okay. So Switch and PC. Well, Norman's Night in the Cave. Developer is Bomb Service. Bomb Service. There you go. Okay. okay, I'll have to look that up later. You're going to have yeah. to give me notes, too, because I wrote mine down. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Norman's Night in the Cave, it will be out this year. 
Uh, it's going to be on multiple platforms. Uh, I noticed mobile seemed to be one that they had. Uh, yeah, listed. I thought maybe it was just tablet, and because that I thought was all that was there. No, or I think there was a tablet. There may have been a switch. Okay, maybe, but I'm not going to swear to that. But mobile platform, I would honestly say this is a good mobile platform because it's a touch screen. Right game you're gonna have to do that it's definitely physics based now as far as the story goes um i'll go ahead and say this up front i did talk to the dev invited him on the show so maybe he can explain to us <laughs> and yell at on. me for what the hell i thought yeah. i was doing I'm like dude's retiring he wants to ball to, <laughs> yeah i mean to explain a little bit more as to yeah. maybe what the story is about because i think maybe it's just a way to play like just a simple idea it's like how are we gonna do this like uh, let's do that, mm-hmm. you know. So, from what I gathered, there's a guy named Norman. Yes. And he's, I I think from what I gathered, I, I don't know if it was necessarily he was retiring per se, but he had this uh, habit, uh, like an anniversary, where he'd go buy a new ball, okay. a bowling ball. So, it was time for a new bowling ball, and he was trying to decide, and then you can choose which one. I didn't realize that at first, because I was looking at him, and there were three, and I was like, so... And I touched the green one. I was like, wait a minute. I can choose whichever one I want. So I went to the red ball. Okay. <laughs> so I got the red ball. I don't know if it made a difference in the was story. Was your ball red? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't think it mattered to the overall art. But it, maybe it did. Just whatever I don't color know. you wanted. Um, so I got I in there. with the blue one. You drew, as soon as you pick your ball, you fall into a pit. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's where the story kind of gets like, what happened Right <laughs> for you? You know, because I was like, yeah, what, what well, did Well, now happen? it's just me pushing this poor little man throwing a bowling ball. At yeah. him, you know? So you practically pull the ball away from him, this bowling ball, and it shoves him forward. You can do it lightly and kind of nudge him along, or you can pull it back all the way and then fling him right. however you want. And then as you kind of progress, you go from a single jump to a double jump. And I even found a triple jump. Yep. So... uh I think you're just trying to navigate your way through the caves using this physics system with the ball. And it's tricky. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's definitely something that can keep you intrigued because that was, this was another game I got up and walked away from because I noticed myself just sitting there looking at it going, how am I going to... And I was really getting into the depth of it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just casually playing it. I was like, i got to figure this out. And then I start seeing people behind me and I'm like... Shit, I've been here too long. Right. <laughs> so I just got up and I was like, I, I, I got to stop here. Because I got to a point where I was really going to have to figure it out. Yeah. You know, because th- I got into this one area and I don't know what the hell was going on. But like this green slime jumped on my ball and it was weighing me down. Oh. So I couldn't yeah. do what I needed to do. And I was thought I was trying to get into this one area. So eventually so I backed out. a little cloth on him. No. His bowling ball. So. <laughs> a towel. Luckily, when I moved out to the uh, previous area, it all went away. So I think it's something you have to kind of navigate within there. Because there was this, there was like a a button you could stand on, and it would open up this vacuum. And when you jump off of it, it goes away. So I was like, there's got to be something to this. And that's where I was just, I was really starting to try and figure this out. Because I was like, I'm missing something. There's an element to this puzzle I'm, I'm missing. And... Then once my ball was saturated with <laughs> green goo, I was just like, all right, I'm done. So anyway, uh, uh, I talked to the guy and he was like, you got pretty far. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I didn't know. Yeah. I just thought maybe I'd just quit while I was ahead or whatever. I did. I wasn't even sure if it was time for that matter because I felt like I was just like in there it. There for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So 
I, I really dug that aspect of it. The the physics based where you kind of have the, the thinking, mm-hmm. the, the puzzle, the strategy. I can get into that. And especially being on a mobile device, that's something I could easily uh, dig into and, and really play for a while because it's something I could just pick up whenever and just kind of go to town oh, on it sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, being on a mobile device, that was a smart move on their part. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm definitely... It's like uh, they understood where their mechanics was going to play best for exactly. what... Yeah, exactly. I agree. So hopefully we'll get to talk to them uh, in the near future. And damn it, if I, I, I'm i sorry. I've got all these cards I and I don't know... I've it too and I, you know, I keep them in my suitcase at the end of the day so I can start fresh each day. If you need to know, it'll all be tagged on Twitter. I yes. swear... So just listen to the Norman's show. Go to Twitter. Night in the cave. Yeah, Norman's Night in the Cave. We will tell you the, the the names of the games. You can look them up and yeah. go there. It's it's just, it's very simple. It really is very simple. Um, like we could have done it before we started today, even. <laughs> yeah, we could have. But you know, there's just uh, yeah, shit happens. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's see. Well, let's talk about one game that we played together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deceive Incorporated. Oh yes. That was a uh, multiplayer. Yes, yes. Almost. Spy game. Yeah. I guess. And we actually got to play with, was it five people? Well, I think there were five and, of us, yeah. So, so it was us and three, three other people. And I guess the best way to describe it is you are a spy. Mm-hmm. And there is something that needs to be stolen. But you're on a the timer. golden donkey. Yeah, or something like that. Moose. Sure. Something. It was the something statue. gold. And a vault. And a vault. Now, the vault is on a timer, and it's going to open in, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. So, within that time, you have to gather intel and work like out your strategy. and computers yeah. and, yeah, yeah. All the stuff, all while everyone else is, is working to do the same thing you are. Then, once the vault opens, you have to get in there, grab that, and get out, and get to your escape vehicle, and get away scot-free. Mm-hmm. Now, I felt... Being because we were playing this on laptops, you know, and I'm not I'm not much of a PC gamer, but with the mouse and the keyboard and all that, so I was like, I'll, I'll, I can figure it out. The controls actually weren't that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I think they were pretty standard for yeah. PC. So I was like, all right, I, I I got how this is all feeling out. But my finger, for whatever reason, laid on the mouse, and that mouse was very sensitive. Uh-huh. And I walked up to a man. And I was just trying to, you know, mock his or mimic his his outfit yeah, you because the you press of e. you press the <laughs> E button, and I I did not intend to shoot him, but I did, and that set off alarms. And I was like, "Why? What happened?" Just change so, into his clothes and walk away like a boss. Like I tried, <laughs> but they were still chasing me. So I ran and ran and ran and found found a room, and then I I got into my cover, and I was back to fine and everything, and then. The vault opens. Of course, time has passed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. And I walk. I was right there. The vault was right there. And I'm like, I'm going to get in here. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. And then I shoot a guard. <laughs> because my finger slipped again. Telling y'all it's sabotage. And I was just, I was like, Why? Why is this happening to me? I was so close. I was doing so well. I couldn't find the vault. Yeah, I I happened to look on, you know, just wandering around, and then Me it was trying just to like navigate there. a map strikes again, where I'm like, "Darn, where am I even going?" I but don't know. I was just, I was like, 
And apparently Come I wandered on. in a place that wasn't mapped yet because they came and tapped <laughs> me. And they're like, we don't have a map over there yet. So you got to go back over there. And I went, oh, OK. Only you. <laughs> I was just wandering. No, you know, what does this go- door go to? You know, sure. I have enough intel to open this sure. door. Let's do it. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was just I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I understand the basics or whatever. And that's another because there's some games where it's just like I need a try or two to understand what it is that I'm doing and where we're going and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And and when you do steal the object, um, you do light up like mm-hmm. a, these like circles kind of flash on the screen where they were. So I thought because you can chase this person apparently and kill them and steal the thing. You're nobody yeah, is safe yeah. until you've gotten this object and have gotten to an escape point. Mm-hmm. And there was three escape points on the on this particular map. And um, so I thought, well, I couldn't find my way to the vault in enough time. I'm going to cut them off at the pass. So I thought I was being smart because I was like, well, he's or she, whoever it was, mm-hmm. is closest to this escape point. This is probably where they'll go. But I'm wondering, though, if the game itself doesn't let you know which escape point is going to be ready until a certain point in time. Because I feel like I saw something come on the screen that said XYZ escape yeah. point ready. Um I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but it's just whichever one that you get to first. Right. Um, he, they did not come the direction that I thought that they were going to go to. Um, and so I never even found the person who had it or anything, you know? Yeah. So like, I just failed it all around. Although I managed to, you know, wander in an area I wasn't supposed to. I did shoot one guard cause I got nice. to an area I wasn't supposed to be in cause I wasn't dressed properly mm. for it. And then he got mad at me. And so I just shot him and we were in the room by ourselves. <laughs> and so I walked over him and took his clothes and I was like, well, all right, easy enough. Now I'm allowed back here. And then another guard walked back and nobody said nothing about the body. We just kept, what's up? What's up? Yeah. How's the wife and kids? Good, good. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to go security over here now. Okay. You know, I just walked on out. Like, we're not even going to pay attention to what just happened here. So I did shoot one person on purpose and mm. got away with it pretty uh, pretty slyly, I At would say. At least it was on purpose. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you're a problem. <laughs> Steal your clothes. I'm good now. Yeah. You know. I did notice uh, one thing. This probably was just because it, it, the demo and everything like that. I'm sure you can use your actual handles on, you know, whatever oh, platform yeah, yeah. you use. But all these <laughs> spy names were Bonds. Yeah, so we I had, saw that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was it Agent Connery, Agent Moore, Agent Brosnan? Something like that, yeah. yeah so I thought that was kind of neat. Connery, I think, was on there once, yeah. too, yeah. I think you were Connery, to be honest was with I? Yeah. I probably didn't know. Because I remember seeing you on the screen, and I was like, I was so focused on trying to figure out whether people were supposed to know that I was another player. Because, like, there's some other games that are like that where, like, the point is to blend in. So other players may not necessarily know if you're human or NPC. Because I feel like I played one last year that kind of was Mm -hmm. like that, that emulated. I think all of us got to play it, right? Towards the end. I don't remember the name right now. (laughs) But, um yeah, so I wasn't sure, like, because I'm, I'm just, like, booking it. Yeah. And, like, am I not supposed to? What do I even look like right now? You exactly. Know, like, uh, but nobody ever shot at me, so either yeah. I was just never where I was supposed to be, yeah. <laughs> or nobody knew, or well, I didn't I never, have anything of importance. Yeah, I never ran into one either, or at least I didn't notice. Yeah. Because I was trying to blend in as well, but there were characters I saw running around, and there were multiples of them at a time. Yeah. Sometimes it was like... That can't be. I just one of the figured other if players. they were on a full on sprint, it was probably a player. But yeah. I don't know if that's true. But, but the I, area I wandered into, it seemed like people were shooting at each other. And then I got all like 
in in mode thinking it was time to go down, but nobody was shooting at me. So I was just like, well, then I'm not going to engage. Yeah. Maybe this is just between some NPCs back here and mm-hmm. just let them have their deal. I'm going to walk out. Nobody bothered me at all. Yeah. Wandered into the VIP area. Nobody seemed to really care. So I don't know if I accidentally stole some clothes mm-hmm. that I was unaware of. I have no idea. I will say that some of the voice acting in there, I don't know if you heard that or not, was kind of... Very little. It was just stale. It was like, stop, halt, stop. When you were being chased, it was like, Really? This is what you're coming at me with? Maybe it's a placeholder? I, don't I, know. I mean, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. Again, demos. But I could barely hear it. Yeah. Cons are so hard. And a lot of them I noticed this year had like volume knobs, mm-hmm. but I had mine all the way up and still couldn't hear it half the time. So yeah. it's just there's so much con noise. There is. But uh, I mean, if it's it's definitely something I would say definitely needs to be played multiplayer. I, I don't see it being as fun without friends. You know, yeah, I mean, it, but I'm of the opinion myself anyway. I don't like multiplayer games with pub groups. I just don't. Right. I think it would be like if you had a good group of friends and it'd be like a party game, you know, sit around and you're like, hey, you guys just want to mess around for a little bit. And then uh, who's going to who's going to steal the, the thing? Yeah. You know, I really feel like that could just blend into some other party game. I mean, yeah. Not to say that it couldn't stand on its own merits. I'm just saying that it yeah. has that feel like maybe something it's you could, not even meant to be a single. Well, I mean, it's probably is 100% multiplayer, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if it is. Yeah, because I wouldn't see that being fun if you were just going up no, against I mean, NPCs. Because who, who are it you? It would get too easy, I think. Yeah, it's all about, you know, hide and seek. Who's going to yeah. get the, the treasure and then, ah, I got it. Yeah. It just feels like a party game yeah. meant for that. So I liked it Yeah, for that. But I just don't know if I'll ever get it because I don't know if I would have enough friends to do that. That's true. I guess it you makes need at least sound... four other friends. I know the struggle. It makes it sound so lonely. Like right? you have no friends. Like I have no one to play this with. But it's, it, we have friends. Not we in our time just, zone. Yeah. That, <laughs> like that six hours ahead or some yeah. shit. That's, that's always a struggle with us. Um, what else did we play? Darksburg. That was a Diablo-esque multiplayer game that we played with. Yes. Yeah. And it was... People. Uh, yeah. Okay. See, now I'm I'm your audience for that sort of thing. I can get into those for a solid couple of weeks for sure. Like mm-hmm. I've been addicted to Diablo plenty in my past. And like, so when they're grouping you up, that's why I was trying to be friendly to the people next to us, trying to encourage that. Like, this is the type of thing where you're supposed to work together. Mm-hmm. Like, just like in Diablo, if you're running a dungeon with people, you're you're working together, right? Or any kind of MMO. Yeah. You have your crowd control. You have your tank. You have your healer. Like, you all together, DPS, make right. a team. And so um, I ended up picking sorcerers, so the crowd control, because um, there was really only two people left. Yeah, there they, was they like... They chose the tank, I think, and the DPS right away or whatever on the other the... side. Archer or something. Yeah. And uh, and it was going well at first, but there was, um, um, I'm going to say it was an elite because I, I feel like we were all doing just fine and kind of sticking together. I don't think anyone was helping each other, but uh, the it was called the Enforcer. Mm-hmm. And it started to pull me towards it. Yeah, that happened but to me too. But you guys just kept going. And I'm like, hey. And I even started to say loud of like, can you guys come back? <laughs> Hey, you know, and I was trying to be loud, like going, you need to help me because I was hitting all of my buttons. This was clearly a situation I was not going to be able to get myself out of. And then I died. Mm. And so that's when I looked at you before I was, I'm like, can you try to come res me? And and then you probably ran into the same dude that killed me. And you were like, yeah, okay. And come back. And I was like, I know they heard me because I'm not 
quiet. I'm not a quiet person. And then I was just like, well, now I'm not talking to you or saying GG or anything. <laughs> like, if we would have stuck together, I think we could have clearly yeah. at least done whatever level the demo had. Yeah, but yeah, then I just bled out because there was only a certain period of time you could come get me. And I feel like by the time it was almost too late, I saw their character starting to come back mm-hmm. towards us. And then maybe it got them too. But once you all go down and you don't have it, you know, mm-hmm. so you need to teamwork with this one. Yeah. But I had fun with it. But again, if I had a group of people who were willing to work together, it would have been a lot more fun. Yeah, the controls for me were a little odd because I it wasn't was odd, I wasn't even for familiar PC with gaming. That, yeah. Like that one was throwing me off because I naturally want to hit WASD to move. Mm. But with this one, you were using the right click to move. Which yep. isn't that unusual for those kinds of games, but still, my brain's going exactly to go over right. here to move. And then uh, W, the the QWERTY, so Q-W-E-R was your skills. So a lot of the times I'm accidentally using a skill when I meant to move forward. Yeah. You know, so that's just like having to rework your brain to learn the controls. And usually your skills will be like one, two, three, four, Mm. you know? So that was where I think I was screwing up the most because I really just meant to move and I'd keep hitting whatever skill was associated with my W button. Right. Um, But yeah. We yeah. didn't get too terribly far. No, we died. And then I, I would pick it up again mm. if I had people that were willing to It That's, yeah, that's where it kind of comes down to. Yeah. I'd want to make sure that we had a team. We could hear each other uh, because I think that was the other part. I didn't know that you were going down. I was just trying to stick with the crowd, and then we were starting to get swarmed. And I was like, I'm doing my best. I got best. pulled off. Yeah, and I didn't happened. realize it. I like, didn't realize it. I'm like, there's got to be a way I can break this guy. Mm. Nope. Every button I hit, it was just in my health. So as a rogue character, I'm assuming this is why I was going down so fast, too, because usually mages don't have a lot of hit points. Mm -hmm. You know, we're to stand back and throw big boom and crowd control, not get hit and get in the fray. You know, although one of my skills was a spin attack with my... um, I don't know if it's a staff or whatever. We'll say it's a I staff. think I was a priestess, maybe. So mm-hmm. maybe it was a cross or something like Meh. that. So that would require me being sort of close yeah. to do a spin attack. But that's probably like the oh shit button. Mm. If you get swarmed, <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. and then run and get out, you know? Because, but yeah. 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 And I did notice too, like when we were selecting the characters, because granted, we got stuck with the last two. Mm-hmm. I think they all had skill levels. Mm-hmm. Mine was advanced. And I was like, ah, okay, I'll just do my best. Maybe they had us leveled up so you could like have more fun with yeah. Big Boom. I don't know. But it was like you were killing zombies, right? It was like something like seemed that. like that. So in waves that would come everywhere. Um, so very reminiscent of a dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it might be something you might want to check out if you're familiar with those types of games and it's mm-hmm. up your alley you may you may dig it more mm-hmm. than we did but i mean again I, w- I would play it again if i had the right crowd right that's all i'll say um i did play another game that i just i saw in my notes that you didn't get to play but i think you said you wanted to which was church in the darkness and that was from i actually have that here <laughs> uh-huh. uh paranoid productions and fellow traveler um what can I say about the game? It, I'll say it's it kind of comes from a top-down perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I even when I think about that, sometimes the angle isn't quite top-down, but it kind of is, yeah. you know, for this. So I'll say it's appropriate. Um, but it's I, I feel like it's a very stealth game. You could probably go in guns a-blazing if you wanted to, but I think it's meant 
like to do it right if you want to kind of infiltrate this uh well let me tell you what it's about first and then you can kind of get it's an action infiltration game see look, there you go look the at thing. you <laughs> uh with a story with a different time every time you play it in the 70s extremist religious sect the collective just justice mission moves to south america to isolate themselves you infiltrate the compound to find a relative but soon learn that things may not be what they seem and then you kind of go in uh as i infiltrated you mm-hmm. can kind of get a sense depending on your difficulty level where people are looking uh you have kind of like a, a stealth button where you're kind of creeping forward but you can kind of get an outline of where they're they're okay. looking but i think again if you knock down the kind difficulty like level maybe maybe yeah okay but it'll it'll take away what you can see and what you can't so if you really want to amp up the difficulty you don't have to have the outline mm-hmm. uh, or you can make it easier i went middle ground i wanted to see what it was about and i came into this village or into this area you know snuck up on someone grabbed them knocked them out shoved them off in a, a crate or something like that took off and i was mm-hmm. like okay i can do this still and eventually I ran into someone who I wasn't sure was an enemy or not. And then when you talk to them, they're, they're like, hey, who are you? What are you doing? And then you kind of talk to them and they're like, hey, if you want to help me out, you can go do this thing. So they give you a mission and you kind of continue forward. I got to this one area and I thought I was going to die <laughs> because I got ambushed. You know, I thought, ah, I'm going to sneak up on this son of a bitch who's hiding in this house. And one of the other guards was like right outside the door as I grabbed him and they shot at me. And I was like, ah. So they went down. I knocked the one person down. I was able to get out. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like this cat and mouse game around the house. And then the other guy got up inside the house. Uh. Damn. So they caught me and I thought they killed me. But apparently that was, I guess, maybe something that was supposed to happen unless maybe... You can get out of it. I would assume you can because it didn't seem like an inescapable situation. Uh Like you could probably do it if you played your cards right. I just didn't. But they captured me, put me in this cage. And the dev, I don't know if he was a dev or maybe some guy working the booth. He was standing there and and maybe I misunderstood what he said. But I'm sitting in this cage and he's like, hey, I'm going to tell you a little trick. Don't immediately start opening the uh, cage when you're standing there when it tells you to and i thought he meant like so not at all so i'm sitting there for at least a good two minutes just not doing anything just waiting because i thought yeah something's gonna happen right right something's gonna happen nothing was happening i was like i don't know what i'm doing wrong here and eventually he was like uh when that guy moves out of the way just break free i was like oh so you meant just wait and bide my time yeah okay i just thought he meant if you just wait it out, something will happen. Yeah. You get free. I was like, no. So there's a guard just kind of pacing back and forth. You wait until he moves. You break out, sneak past him, and then you kind of come back and take him down. Okay. Because for some reason he's stupid. He doesn't even notice you're not in your cage anymore. You know. But I got through this one area. You know, was trying to get through, trying to find my way out. Mm-hmm. I ran into another character who apparently the dev said no one finds. Or has barely nice. found. He's like, oh, you found that guy. That's cool. And I kind of progressed through the story a little bit, finding other things. But eventually I got into a camp or I got overwhelmed and I was killed. So it does get progressively yeah. difficult. But it's a stealth game. You got to yeah. find You got to find your way through. You got to sneak around. And I just, I made one wrong move and someone spotted me and I was like, shit. So, yeah. but it was fun for what it was. The graphics were very simplistic. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I noticed they kind of had this boxy look to them that could change. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying it was a detractor in any way. Like, it didn't ruin my experience of the game. I wasn't like, oh, God, these It could just terrible. be the style they were yeah, going for. Yeah. It could be. So that that's not a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. For some people, I know graphics mean the world. Right. No, this is not a deal breaker by any means. I, I just I just observed it and it was odd. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, just it had a very older kind of PlayStation One N sixty four the blocky kind of yeah you know, yeah yeah. So, but again, it could be a design choice. So yeah, but I would I would recommend checking it out if you kind of like stealth games like that, uh, infiltration games as it were. Right. Uh, I don't recall ever having to use my gun because I like being stealthy if I can. So. I always start off super stealthy and then usually by the end it's like, okay, I'm tired of waiting now. <laughs> like my patience wears thin for a while. It's yeah. like how I play Hitman. Like yeah. I start off really well and then eventually you just have to level the whole town. Yeah. That's just. I mean, that's that's what happened. Uh, what else did we play? Uh, Night Call. Night Call, yes. Yeah. I did enjoy this one. Well, Although I will have to say, give us more info on how to find you, Night Call. Yeah, because we got this. Uh, I got a card that literally just says Night Call. Yeah. No Twitter, <laughs> no Instagram, no website, no developer name. So um, we'll talk about the game. Don't know how to tell you to get a hold of these people. So I guess mm-hmm. look up Night Call and um, roll the dice. Yeah. Uh, so. It was like, it's definitely a story game, mm-hmm. heavily story influenced, mm-hmm. um, kind of a noir yeah. feel to it. You're in France, you're a cab driver, uh, you wake up from a coma that you were induced, uh, you were attacked, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of who it was. Apparently it's... it's, it's the judge, wasn't yes, it? Yes, the, yeah, judge. the judge. Been rampant for a while yeah. on these streets in Paris, man. They've been trying to catch this guy. And he attacks you, but your passenger wasn't as fortunate. They passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the only person who has survived the judge's attacks at this point. So uh, the one of the cops basically is putting you on a mission to try to figure out who this person is. Yeah. So you are in, a, in your cab driving. And um, so it's, it's very simplistic in that style where it's, it's, it's drawn to have that noir feel. Um, so when you're driving, you're really just looking at the cab driver, the person sitting in the back, and it's dialogue. So it's mm. not like you're listening to them talk. I mean, I, I think it was voiced, but... Um, I didn't hear any voice. But it's just so hard to hear it, but I just went with subtitles. I do that anyway yeah. with everything. Um, and and apparently the developer was saying, I believe she was one of the developers, mm-hmm. yes, um, that there's 75 different characters that you yeah. can interact with um, that will take three playthroughs to be able to have seen... All of yep. them to mm-hmm. interact with all of them, which leads me to believe there's going to be three different killers at least, and even uh, ten different endings, as she said. Oh, okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of the the mechanics are you you get a map. Um, you'll see I, what I imagine is your fare. So mm-hmm. you'll see a couple of places on the map will have like a person's name on it. Gas stations are on the map, so you do have to manage the gas in your car. Yeah. I guess your your uh, food and stuff for the day. Mm-hmm. And as she put it, also your cigarettes because you are French. Yeah. <laughs> um, is exactly how she put it to us. Um, and so that's why there's gas stations throughout. And you do have a gas bar gauge up at the top right and your your funds that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which all gets collected at the end of the day. So when I picked up my fare, we had our conversation uh, as soon as one of the fares get in and be like, "Hmm, he looks very anxious right now, you know? And so you'll get a couple dialogue options about how far you want to delve into that conversation or let it go. And Mm -hmm. and the one guy that I got was like, has anybody ever left anything in your cab before? You know, and yeah, huh. you know, that happens. And he's like, well, what happens if somebody just like leaves something in your cab? And he's like, well, we, we take it back to the, I get, whatever the station is for the cabs. And if people claim it, great. And he goes, okay, um, can I do that here? And then, so <laughs> like one of the options is like, sure, you know, and then the other one's like, kind of want to tell me more about what's going on yeah. here, you know? <laughs> so I choose that option. And, you know, the, the people that he works for is horrible and the government's corrupt and he just got in way over his head and something. And so he's got this briefcase and he's like, I just I just want to leave it here. Hmm. I just want to leave it here. You know, and so you get to decide whether you want him to leave it or not. I think I just said, whatever, just leave it, you know. Um, And then I think I picked up one other lady that had been crying and, uh, you know, just like her whole backstory, you made her I I ended up making her feel better before she left, you know, and then it was the end of my day. So at the end of my day, it took out all of my funds like this is what you made from these two fares this mm-hmm. is how much it costs the cab company takes this much and so on and so forth but then you're in your office and so this is the one thing i might need to explain to me a little bit more yeah. so it's like i'm guessing we collected clues from having these conversations because oh oh the first conversation you have is with a cop yeah she's just in your back seat and kind of giving you the rundown like you're gonna do this or we're just gonna pin everything on you because yeah. you're the only person who's ever survived his attack i know it sucks it's not right it's not fair i don't care this mm-hmm. is how it's gonna be work with us But I'm in my office and there's a board up top where it has like the different characters pictures on it. So I guess like how a cop would do where you're trying to connect the dots to who who's involved with how. And I had a file, a couple of files. Um, And so you held the button to inspect it, Mm -hmm. which I would do. But then nothing popped up on my screen. Right. So I'm not sure if I'm just supposed to know that now my character gathered all the knowledge from that. Um, if it's a demo thing where they just don't have it all fully fleshed out, like that you picked up this clue. Cause I want to say I was seeing stuff in the top corner that would say it would unlock, but mm-hmm. I had like a red X through it. Yeah. So maybe it's just not all the way done yet and mm-hmm. you don't get to read that information. So I don't want to slide it on that. So, mm-hmm. or maybe just they needed to explain that to us well before we got into the demo that certain things weren't working. So I don't know what that screen was, but that ended my day. And that was the end of this part of the demo. So I assume you go through and you have seven days to try to figure it out. I think so, yeah. I don't know what the timer would be about Mm -hmm. necessarily, but I liked it. Yeah. I would go back and play this game. Um, I love very heavily story-driven games like this, and I liked the art style for it. It was very Mm -hmm. simple, but it really did the job. Exactly. Um, So I just really wish you had more avenues to figure out how to get a hold of you man unless like i didn't see any cards or anything on the and they were kind of doing a neat thing at the booth which i feel kind of left out yeah but she was she was she was very kind Mm -hmm. you know and i know she was she was working the the game at another angle but they were taking like little polaroid pictures of people who played Mm -hmm. the game and pinned it on the wall and just a little sad we didn't get to do that yeah I'm maybe, maybe, maybe we and I think back. some people are gonna like scratch off tickets and stuff for playing. Yeah, we didn't game. either. We didn't, we didn't get, get that, that either. Yeah, no. So. After party gave me a shot glass. That's I'm fine. just saying. <laughs> <That's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> just 
saying. Just saying. But, but we no, it was a good game. It was a yeah, good game. We didn't pester. Uh, I mean, I practically had the same experience. I'm not, I can't really add anything to what you said. I think maybe I met someone different than you. Okay. So I can say that. Um, I had two passengers. One was a lawyer. I think she was trying to be a lawyer, uh, but she wanted to be a dancer. And she was having this conflict. Was it like you asked if she was a singer or something? And she's like, no, I was always a dancer. Was she crying? No, she was just, she seemed like she was on the phone with somebody and she yeah. was mad. And it was just like, ah. See, and I then, think I had her, but I thought it started off saying your passenger has been crying. Yeah. But I feel like the, what you're saying is now reminding me of the conversation we had. Yeah. But I, maybe I just chose a different dialogue to be like, Could be. were you a singer or whatever it was? No, she, she, I remember she was on her phone. I wasn't trying to, to intrude, you know. And because, I said, we went, we're going under a tunnel, miss. Yeah. 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 That was it. Because I just, I didn't. The way the conversation was going was like, you know what? If she loses him in the tunnel, good, good for her. You know, she, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna feel sorry for him. You know, so I just left it, you know, through. And she, she was one of the better ones that I guess the dialogue went proper. And she was mm-hmm. like, "Thank you so much." You know, right. you're, you're come so to nice. find out, you were actually helping her. Like there was no tunnel. Yeah. You were just be like, I, "If this, you want to get off the phone, here's yeah. a good out for you." Um, but then I think my next one, she was, uh, an Indian girl who was about to meet her future husband because of an arranged marriage and she Mm -hmm. was conflicted because she's like, I don't know if I want this or whatever. And, you know, I wasn't really sure which way to go because, you know, they kind of had this option. It's like, well, you know, this is, this is how your culture is. Or you could just be like, well, that's terrible. And I was just like, well, yeah, I think it's terrible. You like you have a right to to be free and choose whatever you want, and then that made her sad. And I was like, well, shit, I wasn't trying to make you sad. I just mean, you know, yeah. you're you're a free person. So, but I mean, the conversation still went well. It was just like that one. She went from being kind of uplifted, like I, I was taking her in the right direction. She yeah. was like, then she went sad, and I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> but those are my conversations. But yeah, I had the same ending as you, where you go through this files, yeah, and whatever. But the concept enough was enough to make me want to come back. I yeah. want to see more of this. I definitely want to play this I'm, game. I'm very yeah. intrigued by it. So I can't wait to check it out. Mm-hmm. So whenever we know where to find all this or, stuff. Or, yeah, release date options or anything like that. Yeah, either. I feel like there was, they had this. I know for sure it's going to be on Xbox and PC because yeah. those That's were what, what was set up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we both played separate ones. I mean, PC. Which is funny. Just fine. You got yeah. the PC one and I got the Xbox <laughs> and one. And you had the better chair, too. Yeah, Damn. I didn't know that's how it was going to work. Cushy thing. I should have just sent you over there. It's since fine. No, you're it's the fine. controller it's person. Fine. I would have rather fine. had PC. <laughs> it's fine. But, but, yeah, the chair was quite nice. Yeah, I like. but, anyway, but Night Call, yeah, it, it's uh, pretty fun. Yeah. So we'll, we'll probably talk about it more in the future. And hopefully we will be tagging you on Twitter if we can find out what that is. Yeah, absolutely uh rad yeah rad this was the second to last game that we played from double fine and if you're familiar with them we're talking like uh grim fandango and um uh day of the well was it day of the tentacle did they redo that the cave i know they did um these quirky little games like that you know and i don't know why that one's coming to mind I think because it's the same people, but it wasn't quite... Like the Bandico or something like that? Oh, uh, well, uh, Bando Nam- or Bandai Namco. There God, we go. Thank wow, you. Thank you. Yeah, you <laughs> I was like, I can up. see the word. Yeah, and they're I'm the like, publisher here, but yeah. Double Fine's the developer. They're the ones that did this. Oh, okay. It, I mean, having that track record of those type of games, yeah. you know, because I think when, it, when I kind of brought up Day of the Tentacle, I think they did the remaster 
Maybe. version of that because that was an old Lucasfilm games or LucasArts. I don't know why I would say Lucasfilm. LucasArts. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. You know what I'm talking sure. about. Sure, yeah. But it, this was, it was kind of an odd kind of game yeah. for them because you uh-huh. have these quirky little story-driven games where it's, you know, point and click type well i mean it had a quirk to it i yeah. mean like the the two characters you chose i can't remember the other one because i went straight for the valley mm. girl yeah. it was like two options or three options yeah and then several that were locked um yeah i don't know what to say about it but it was just like a kind of the top down diagonal-esque yeah. things and it was just a, a combat slice yeah it almost like a dungeon crawler because you would find these yeah. little dungeons to go into mm-hmm. um defeat the enemy i didn't find it terribly difficult no, no um i mean i think i had one moment where i started to kind of get hit too much because maybe i just got too cocky because yeah. like nothing had really been mm-hmm. that difficult up until that point um but i still never died because like i had enough you had to collect like floppy drives CDs, and cassettes. C- yeah. yeah, and that would open different chests respectively depending mm-hmm. on how you went through it all. And I guess you could only hold like one pot or whatever you want to call it for yeah. your health. Um, and the whole thing that, the, that I could find the objective was for this part of the demo was to open that one big door. Yeah. And so you'd find the different dungeons that had like the little uh, triangle or the diamonds, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The big thing would come out of the ground. And now you had teleport points. Um, and then once I got into the door, I think that was it. I don't know. There was like a boss fight in there, but I, I did not pass that because I, yeah, I just died. Yeah. So that was probably would have been the end of the demo anyway, Mm. if you had beaten that. But, and I mean, if I, if I'd seen this game and did not know they were attached, I would have just like, oh yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that the fact that they are makes it, I don't know. It's just, it. I this feel like there needs to be more them. for them, you know? I was like, are you, you're go- I feel like you're going... It's not a bad game. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad game. I mean, it's not necessarily one I would get. No. For myself personally, just my own yeah. tastes. I just... Yeah, for, for that sake, it's not a bad game. Mm-hmm. Not at all. We're not saying that. It's just... Played well. It's an odd choice for them, you know? Like if one day we heard NetherRealm Studios is coming out with My Little Pony, the game. You'd be yeah. like, what? Yeah. When did that happen? What? And it's just some platformer. You'd be like, hey, I can't wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. And it just feels, based on everything they've done up to this point, I don't know of any other game like this they've done. Mm-hmm. And it seems so far removed from all the other games. If they're trying something new, good for them. Yeah. But it's just, I expect these quirky little games from them. Yeah. And this is not that. And I was just like, well, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. So like I said, it was fine. Yeah. yeah, it's fine, but just not what I was expecting. Right. Um, then the last we we lucked out on this. I feel like because yeah, like there's no wait time. Yeah, yeah. no wait we time. Well, it was like five thirty too. To be fair, so yeah. people were wrapping up and getting out. Finally, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but we got to play. Uh, what was it? Man of Medan, which is going to be part of the um, anthology, the next supermassive games. Mm-hmm. The the same people who did Until Dawn. Yes, and it plays exactly like Until Dawn. Yeah, if you are familiar with Until Dawn, you will you... know how to play this game. Yeah, you will absolutely. Um, it was fine. Um, like I'm excited for it because like I really do like Until Dawn. I like those type of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually really good with like QTEs and things like that and story driven narratives and stuff like that. So the Man of Madon is one of the games, to my understanding, that will be coming out in this group of games. Um, 
But and I and I I still wish I would have remembered to ask if it was playing yeah. on a PlayStation Pro or just the regular PlayStation because mine was having some bad lag issues. It, I, I had the same because the dialogue right at the beginning mm-hmm. when they were doing it was not it, in sync, right? Yeah, they kind of did this uh, previously on yeah thing, kind of so exactly like until Dawn yeah. did. Yep, so it was like previously on you know Man of Dawn, and then kind of give you a quick cutscene, so you really still have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're just like, all right, things are happening. But yeah, when they're talking, the audio didn't sync up. I felt like it got better when you were in the game, yeah. but not by much. It Even was, when it, it was had a little, little cutscenes in the middle of it for me, it seemed like the mouth and the sound didn't yeah. sync up. Now that- but I also felt like I felt that way when I was watching the trailer for this game many months ago. Mm. Like, I feel like that was one thing that I just stood out to me where I was like, for some reason, the mouth movements and the sound coming for, you know, like the dialogue was just looked awkward to me. Hmm. And I don't feel like they had that problem in until dawn. No. So when I saw it in the trailer, it was early announced. I was like, it's early. Yeah. I'm pretty forgiving about this kind of stuff. Although I think it's a strange choice to put that together in a trailer from a company like that. Yeah. With it looking like that. But I was like, maybe it's just me. But then when I got on it today, I'm like, is it? It's still like this. Yeah. So I'm concerned because I even felt like it plays exactly like Until Dawn. I would say that the the movement seems a little slower. Well, we couldn't run. And I think that was just the scenario that we were in because we were captive. Mm. Um, Not sure why. Because like I said, I know they did like a previously on. It alluded to the fact that we were going to look for some treasure or something. You know, young bucks. We find this map. Mm. We know better. We take a boat ride. Shit goes down. And now I've been a, your character you're playing has been abducted by some group of people right um so you're being led you know uh, you're ahead of this guy that's pushing you through i don't even know where you're at like if it's a cave or a tunnel or you know um and the the controls are always kind of harder on that game because it's a fixed kind of camera angle Mm -hmm. like they do it on purpose i know for the feel of the game for it to be spooky so you can't just peek around a corner and see what's happening so you're just kind of at the will of if you work your way to a corner far enough that the camera angle will change for you. Mm. Um, and it does the same thing where something glows on the ground for you to inspect exactly the same way you pick it up, you hit R2 to pick it up and then you move the joystick around the right joystick to inspect the thing in your hand. Mm. Um, but I felt like right from the get go when I had control of the character you know, obviously I tried to turn around and see what would happen. And dude pushes me like, Hey, yeah, you know, keep going. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So we are definitely going this direction. Um, and I saw the door right there, the doorway. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you how many times I tried to go through it and she wasn't going through it. So I was like, well, maybe I need to turn right. Huh. And then I turned right and it's no door there. And I finally got her lined up just right that it went through. And I'm like, that should not have been that hard. Okay. Well, I didn't experience that. So that's interesting. Yeah. It, like it just, she wouldn't go through the door. Like I had her lined up to what I could tell. I mean, I'm, I'm not dumb. I can line up a character with a doorway. Yeah. Um, but we finally got her through that. And at least I've played enough of those games that when you met... What's his name? I don't know. Wherever the hell he came from. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be a friend of yours. But so you had, did you have the question in the beginning where it's like, I, um, how do you. Emotional or Yes. Like you go with, with your heart or completely rational. So I'm sure that's going to play into it somehow um, yeah. into the game. Um, and then 
it made it feel like it was time choices when you were talking yeah. to him, whether you're like, don't be weird or yeah, you're right or whatever. Cause they had that. Tick, 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 tick. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a timer, yeah. but like I heard the, tick, 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 which is to lead to me like, I got to choose quick, you know? Um, so I found some of the other options cause I know in those types of games to go off into the corner cause you'll find, you know, stuff to unlock throughout. And maybe that's where I saw the little red X in the corner when you found stuff like, there's no menu probably to go because like in mm. Until Dawn, you could hit the menu button and go inspect whatever it was that you just picked up a little right. closer. Um, and yeah, it was just like certain things like that. It was slower. And like I said, maybe it was just that particular level that you don't have a run button. I was annoyed that I couldn't control the flashlight until I could because no. um, I'm like, I can't see. And then, you know, <laughs> something happens to dude and then I get to pick up the flashlight. And um, and then, yeah, you have your little spook. You know, jump scare or whatever when you walk through the one door and it it looks like it's zombies or the undead of some kind. I kind of got this because you're... Maybe it's a shipwreck. I think you're on a ship. And I think even through some of the dialogue that was going on, I think they were were supposed to be the ghosts of the dead on the ship. Because the the guy who was holding us hostage, we found a body and something like Mm -hmm. that. And he was just like, you know, he's dead. They're here. Yeah, so I was like, okay. okay, so you mean that these are... So I assume they were ghosts. They kind of have a zombie look, but yeah. I, I assume they are ghosts. It was dead something. Yeah. It was whatever it was trying to come across, yeah. And then I mastered the QTEs, and mm. then, you know, they just however that... I, I failed some of them sometimes. I, I don't know what was going one, on. because even me playing those types of games, like, it just didn't dawn on me that it was going to come up, that we were going to yeah. have QTEs. And they, like, this one, they don't give you a lot of time. No. Like, even for QTEs, yeah, it's supposed to be quick. And I've had them pretty fast, but I felt like when that one came, like, it just, it was gone before yeah. I even realized it was happening. So, note to self, when you're playing this game, those QTEs are going to happen, and you better be freaking on it. Mm. So, I, I missed the very first one, but nailed the rest of them. Yeah. Once I realized, I'm like, oh, there's going to be QTEs in this demo. Got you. Um but if you're good, they'll lull you into like nothing for the longest time. And then when it pops up, just to see if you're mm-hmm. paying attention. But yeah, I was just underwhelmed at how it played. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to know if it was a PS4 Pro or not. And I don't know if that would have like made me feel better about it. Yeah. But if it was a regular PlayStation, I would have been like, is this meant for a PS4 Pro? Because I mean, I don't feel like the graphics are any different than Until Dawn or no, any of it. I mean, that's the one impressive thing about it. It looks fantastic. It does. But it looks the, gorgeous. The dialogue in Out of Sync, yeah. man, if that's how it is, that's going to be a detractor for me, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you. This is a. they've had a good track record up until now, and this is not a, a shining star right now. The, I'm hoping it's just like uh, that PlayStation I got on was tired. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's lived a good long life since first generation. Because, I mean, obviously they're blocked up. I can't see what kind of PlayStation yeah. it is or anything like that. But I mean, they could have put them on PCs for all we know. You well, know? this and one that does, been is nice. supposed to be on PC also. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, obviously, if I have the PC choice, I'm going PC. Yeah. Um, we'll see if it's going to be on Epic Games Store only or not. I mean, I don't know. That's the we'll trend, see. right? Yeah. It could go either way. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, that stuff gets refined because I've actually been excited about this for quite a mm. while. I remember when it was announced. Maybe it was E3 last year or mm. the year before or something. I feel like it's been a good long while that we've been it, talking it, about it. It had to have been for a good long while because I'll be honest with you, I did not know. Like when I saw it, I was like, this does not sound familiar to me at all. 
And yeah. I, I had no recollection of this game whatsoever, so it must have been a long time. I couldn't remember the names of the games specifically, like the, the stories. Yeah. Um, actually. But I will say this while you're kind of looking that yeah, up. Just, um, Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah. Because they were the ones that said, like, Dark Pictures Presents. Yeah. You know. So, Man of Madonna. So, maybe it'll be in different... Maybe that's just going to be the first one. Maybe it'll be like a episodic or mm. something. So, well, when we were talking about, because um, you were trying to remind me who the the developer was, Supermassive, mm-hmm. and then it got me thinking. I was like, oh, so are we going to have like an interesting, you know, cast of actors that w- look familiar? Because I mean, even one guy did. I mean. Rami Malik, I didn't know him from Adam. Oh, when, see, I when, was a Mr. Robot fiend. Yeah, I had no idea who he was before, you know, until Dawn came out, and then boom, I'd saw, I started seeing him everywhere. I was like, blew dude, up, right? Yeah, He's I knew a phenomenal actor, dude. You should check him out. He's then, already won like an Emmy for Mr. Robot and a freaking Oscar now yeah. too for. He's just killing it. He's awesome. But I mean, it even had other familiar faces to me, like uh, the main girl Hayden Pent. I think I always say her name wrong too. I think it's too. supposed to be Panettiere or something, but okay. I call it that Panettiere. Sounds, that I think, sounds yeah. much better. We'll leave it at that. And then, uh, God, I can't remember his name. I see his face. He's the guy that played uh, Agent Ward on Agents of Shield. <laughs> I used to, In, used to know until his, dawn. Yeah, he was like one of the boyfriends, and I can't remember his oh. name for the life of Maybe me. Maybe I don't know right who it now. is then. Yeah. Was he the jerk one? No. Uh, well, or the guy with the kid with the glasses and the blonde hair? No, he wasn't the... He was he was more of a, a buff guy. I think he was actually the one who was the nice the one. The sleazy one? No, the nice one. Well, no, he's the one that came up there with the girlfriend, and they went to the cabin, and she got dragged off. Yeah, he's yeah. sleazy. Okay, yeah, so the sleazy guy. He yeah. was sleazy. Fair enough. He just always wanted to be But I can't pants. remember his name for the life of me right now. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to help you because I didn't recognize it's fine. him before But, I game. mean, that was at least three faces, though. Oh, yeah, knew. you're the the, the, um, the the psychologist. Oh, yeah, uh, Peter Stormare. Yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Damn name. Uh, so there were a lot of familiar faces in the game, but then with this, this one... one there was only one. <laughs> the one guy, too. Uh, this one, right? So you're thinking of... Because wasn't he in Quantum Break? Yeah, I was going to okay. say... Uh, sh- well, I don't know which one. It- He's got a twin brother. I'm oh, going to assume this is Sean Ashmore. He's the guy that played uh, Iceman in the X-Men movies. He uh, was in Quantum Break. Sean like Cian or Sean like... Sean Sean like Shorn. Shorn? No, uh W N Sean. See, that's why I thought it was always supposed to be spelled in the Irish spelling. Sean Ashmore. Yeah. So it could be him, but he does have a twin brother called Aaron Ashmore. So it could be him. But if I had to guess, my my instincts would have went to Sean. I mean, yeah, I think so. But you said they're twins, so I don't know if I would know. There's there's a you you really have to dig to see a some layer or like a difference between them. But there there's a slight. Well, he's not. It's not showing up on his most recent IMDb. But so the game's not Aaron. out yet either. But, yeah, uh, but usually it'll have like post production or something true, true. like that. I'm but clicking see, on his Aaron, IMDb. We're Aaron, gonna get you real information in real time. Aaron could have just said, "You know what? I want to be in a good game, unlike you." <laughs> so I'm gonna go get this deal with Supermassive. <laughs> well, we'll see though. It's yet to be seen because it's true. not impressive out of the gate. Like I will still buy it because I like those types of games. I don't think, yeah, yeah, it's not showing up on Sean. So what is the other guy's Aaron? Aaron, double A Aaron. <laughs> oh, that's fair to say the too. Aaron. 
We're going to figure out which Ashmore bro we got yeah. here. So. He was in Veronica Mars, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the guy I want. The only way I even saw him in anything is he was in Smallville when it was on the air. All you youngins out there, you got your flashes and arrows and stuff. I had to watch superheroes before they had costumes. Why? It's like on neither of their IMDb's. Well, maybe it's like it, that stuff totally gets put on there before they're out. I know. Maybe this for no a fact. one knew he was in it. <laughs> he doesn't want his name associated. Hold on. My name's Greg Talbot. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you? Maybe I need to click on his actual face here and see what happens. X Men Frozen, X Men, X Men Rookie SWAT. Wow. Yeah. So you know what? Okay, it doesn't we don't matter. even know. It doesn't matter. There's Maybe a- it's someone who kind of looks like the. Oh, okay, it is Sean. Oh, see, I had to go. just keep clicking yeah. and clicking. Okay, so it's Sean in the dark picture. See, right. we knew it was on there. He's Conrad. Perfect. We got it now. We know which Ashmore. The the mystery well, is solved. We're not going to remember next week either. I will. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You will. I won't. But that that is all the games that we played today yeah, um I think so. what are we going to get into tomorrow i i honestly don't know i mean i i don't know what more is left i know that i promised todd days gone dude but you gotta tell him it's and, it's and been an i did i line. did i'll i'll say this up front if i do not get to play days gone tomorrow it's not my fault because we got there early the line was filled they had a little they guy don't there let you take up space in the hallway no that was that was the thing because i was like well the guy told me 20 minutes and the guy moved so i'll just stand right here near the line and then i'll just get in and then a a pax enforcer as they're called shows up and he's like hey are you guys waiting to get into this line i'm like yeah no and he's like okay so what i'm gonna need you to do is we can't have a line starting here so you can make a couple of laps until it dies down to be fair though it's good they're doing that yeah because like you know we are blocking a lot of stuff because sure. people just stop whatever they feel like i mean it. in all but honesty i wasn't blocking anything i was leaned up against a wall you should have just lied been on your phone just been like no and yeah. then when you're in the line be like well you know if I, I, mean, I just saw it opened up and i happened to be there doing other things not waiting i mean life. there were there were other elements to it that i was sitting there i was like is but there yeah, a different you know, angle i could hit right here uh, but no matter what happened, I mean, I was just sitting there thinking, I can stand here and stand here and stand here. And all these people keep showing up. It's like, can I get in this line? So when the line does fucking move, am I going to get up there in enough time? Yeah. You know? that's It's a difficult spot to be put in. So I was just like, I, I do want to play it for him because that's something I promised him. I took him a lot of pictures, but I don't know if I can guarantee it. I want to guarantee it, but I you just... You just don't want to be there all day. Yeah. Which is fair because also. Because I, I don't want to just sit there and lap. Yeah. In hopes that I can maybe get Maybe tomorrow it'll be slower or if we get there right at open, maybe we need to get there right at open. <sighs> well, good luck with Some that. Some people because... start lining up at like 9, 930 just so they can get in first. Yeah. And then it's at the front. Yeah. It's right at the bottom of the stairs. So maybe we can just like elbow mofos out yeah. of the way like maybe you would at Walmart on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine so we'll try yeah well yeah, yeah. i just want to make i want to get in on a vr game yeah so. some indie vr games i saw one and be damned if i ever found it again and i of course should have just taken a picture of what it was or where it was at because the yeah. map's kind of confusing mm-hmm. but hopefully we'll have some good stuff tomorrow even if it's just uh bare bones but we'll have something a well, little something yeah we're gonna go so. we're gonna get something played and yeah. hopefully we can just, Tell Todd we were you were successful. At least I didn't make any promises. Yeah. Well, 
That's all like, he, I'm excited for the game, but not. That's I don't know. I feel weird, like, going there and playing AAA games because I'm like, I'm going to get those very soon, probably. Yeah. So, like, I want to go do all the indie stuff. I mean, the only reason I wanted to do Mortal Kombat was just because. Well, you I, like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That makes total but, sense. But I was going to miss out on the beta and everybody else getting to play the beta at home. And I, I'm missing out. So, I fi- figured this was a, a fair compromise. I'm at least getting to yeah, play Yeah, but it. you at least got a time slot. So, it was not like you had to stand there all day and waste exactly. your time. Yeah. So, that was like, I want to play needed. Dance Central, but they merged the lines in the Oculus thing. And I'm like, well, I'm not standing another two and a half hours in line for Dance Central. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to wait till it comes out. And hopefully I like it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, God damn, that line was long. I know. But <sighs> anyway, guys. Yeah, I guess we got nothing else. Because uh, we don't know any news. We we have. Well, we've got plenty of news next week. Let me tell you. Because, oh, man, all the things that have come out, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. So we'll have a, a plenty to talk about. But in. But right now, we're just going <laughs> to cut it short because we could ramble. We're just going to keep just, rambling. This yeah. is what you guys are here for. Mm. Yeah. But Let's anyway. Side quest conversations. <laughs> Join us again tomorrow. Super Mythic. Med- uh, see? There I'm you so go. tired. <laughs> <laughs> Join us again tomorrow. Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.